Hi everyone, it's uh, Dave Boots from uh, CoCredo, and today I'm talking to another one of our long-standing customers, Jackie Ray, um, who is a partner uh, at Blazer Mills. Um, so thank you for taking the time to um, talk to us today, Jackie. No problem, looking forward to it. Brilliant, and um, I'm going to sort of jump right into it. Um, for those that uh, sort of don't know about Blazer Mills, um, could you explain a little bit um, about what you do? Okay, I mean, Blazer Mills is a, a long-standing and um, full-service law firm. Um, if it's been around since about the 1800s, and um, it's got, we've got a number of offices, um, London, High Wycombe, Amersham, Rickmansworth, and then oddly one at Silverstone, which mm -hmm. kind of reflects the sort of spread of business that we have. Um, our commercial business, of which I'm part of, um, is, has really expanded in the last couple of years. And, um, you know, we represent a number of sort of household name clients that from the ex external viewer looking in at Blazer Mills might think that we wouldn't, but we do. Mm. Um, so um, I've been there for um, eight years now, and it's really expanded in time um, since I've been there. Um, as you know, we worked together at a previous firm, and I mm -hmm. believe even a previous firm before that. Um, so we've been good supporters of um, CoCredo over the years. Um, you know, like you, we try and aim to provide a sort of excellent service for our clients and we get fantastic feedback. Um, we're always nominated for awards um, and, and we're sort of highly ranked in a number of directories, particularly for um, commercial litigation, which is what me and my team do. Okay, brilliant. Fantastic. Um, so with the whole current situation um, that we all find ourselves in, um, how has Blazer Mills had to adjust to um, accommodate for COVID-19, um, especially with kind of the initial um, lockdown restrictions? Okay, well, it, it came as a bit of a shock. I mean, we have, like many people, open plan offices and you know, space is a premium and we're in the south, um, offices in London and sort of high value um, properties. So it came as a bit of a shock to find ourselves suddenly in lockdown. And you know, lawyers are traditional fellows. Um, we like to have <laughs> our files and our documents all around us. Yeah. And luckily, our team works on a, a case management system. And all emails, documents, um, court forms are saved to that. So perhaps we were more agile than we thought that we would have been. Um, but we did like our little security blanket of all being together in our office, um, working together, because it's often useful to pick each other's brains or um, just consult with other lawyers who've had different experiences. Mm. Um, but, you know, our, our team adjusted really well. Um, we are quite good at, at uh, adjusting to things. We've used Zoom and Scanner for Me and WhatsApp, Microsoft Teams. Um, there's been an awful lot of support um, through our IT team to keep us all agilely working at home. And, you know, to be fair, I think now we found many of us are preferring this. Um, you know, we can actually get more done because we don't have to have the travel. Mm. Um, we don't have the disruption of people coming in asking questions. Um, um, but of course, we miss our colleagues. Um, but I think, you know, we've we've actually been incredibly busy during the 
lockdown period. Um, so it was sort of, we just had to get on with it, really. It, it is, um, you know, obviously uh, all, all companies have had to, uh, I would think, adjust in some form uh, due to re the restrictions. Um, and obviously the government, have, um, as we've seen, have um, s s slowly sort of um, easing um, the, the lockdown restrictions. Has, has that changed anything or is it still kind of you, you're all sort of working um, as per, you know, when it all started? Well, um, yes, I mean, with the ease of restrictions, um, we have made an adjustment um, as we have. Um, we've a member of our team is in the office every day um, and then we have a lawyer going in now one day a week for each of us so um, each of my colleagues goes in on a Monday somebody else goes in on a Tuesday my day is Wednesday <laughs> and a further colleague will go in on Thursdays um, because if we don't have the lawyers back in the office I think it does look like a bit of a failure in leadership um, to make sure that we are present um, and embracing the the new world um, you know we can't trivialize what's happened it's been devastating but as a, an economy um, it's it, it's it, we have an economy to, to keep going um, and that's going to be even more devastating if we can't keep business flowing there will be some tragedies there will be some failures but I think the government has provided an enormous amount of support far more than perhaps you would have anticipated and hopefully you know we've taken advantages of some of those schemes we have to mm. um, but hopefully you know it'd be nice to see sort of business back to a new normal um, I, I can't see it ever returning to what we had before mm. but I mean like, like you say Jackie it, it may be a case that actually um, you know people uh, uh, companies have, have, have learned a lot um, over this period of time and um, the, the, the new norm might actually be a more balanced way of, of, of working going forward? I think so it's, it's adjusted everybody's work-life balance mm. and you know perhaps you didn't realize that there was such a um, such pressure on you to get to the office on time using public transport doing these things when actually there is a, a different way you know and some may say a better way and then you wonder whether perhaps, you know, the investment in infrastructure should be driven perhaps more towards supporting the agile working. Mm. You know, you can trust your employees to work from home. And I think that's the step that perhaps many um, people struggle with is, oh, well, they're just having a lovely time. But actually, you know, people are working I think extremely hard from home mm. and you know perhaps they're not being seen as working really hard but we all have t targets to meet work to do um challenges to to fulfill and as long as those are being done does it really matter if you're working in your pajamas no, <laughs> i'm I not by the way. Agree. <laughs> <laughs> no. me neither me neither um, <laughs> Good. <laughs> um so brilliant that's that's, that's fantastic i mean in, in terms of the um um, you know the industry that you work in um, give us an insight on, on, on how maybe that's been affected and how that's changed okay well as you are aware we are heavily representing a number of um, vintners and breweries um, soft drinks as well as alcoholic drinks and people aren't really consuming those in a social environment they are mm. from a perhaps at home 
Um, so there has been an impact on a number of our clients um, in the sort of the, the creation of alcoholic drinks. Um, been a lot of wastage as well, where you know beer that is um, unable to be consumed because of its its life, um, its shelf life. Yeah. Um, but we also act for a lot of clients within the catering industry, and of course restaurants, bars, wine bars are all closed. Um, so you know, and then the sort of the bigger the chains, the larger chains, of course, are, are looking at you know more serious implications for their business. So there will be, you know, a knock-on effect to the suppliers to that industry, as well as the industry themselves. I mean, they are facing, I think, quite a lot of redundancy um, prospects in there. Mm. Um, but, you know, hopefully the next wave of uh, restriction lifting may increase, um, you know, our abilities to go. Um, you know, I, I drove past a McDonald's drive-in the other day and the queue was phenomenal. <laughs> and I think it's just... The chance of having something else is is sort of driving that yeah you know yeah. The, the... yeah absolutely yeah i mean i think everywhere um around the world of of um experienced you know where the uh where, where the fast food sort of chains have been able to um you know get back to work and and, and start taking some trade again and in some, you know, like you say, in some form, it's, it's strange to drive past the McDonald's as an example to, you know, see a car park that's not jam-packed like you would normally see all the time. But um, I think it's really positive and really good to see that, um, you know, the government are trying to, um, in some form, um, uh, you know, ease down a bit more on the, on the restrictions to, to enable people to, you know, to be go out, you know, to be able to go out and have a meal um albeit whatever the restrictions may be in terms of it being only a 50 percent capacity etc um it's kind of the, the first steps isn't it uh to, oh, yeah it's baby steps isn't it yeah 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 absolutely so um also jackie i saw on your one of your linkedin posts that you had some success in the supreme court um and i thought it might be a good opportunity for you to maybe tell us a little bit about that Yes, thank you. Um, this case um, has been going on for some time. It went through um, the High Court, the Court of Appeal, and now finally in the Supreme Court. Um, the preparation for the Supreme Court he hearing happened just a, a week or so after lockdown. So it was quite interesting to have to prepare and fulfil all the criteria, which is quite extensive mm. for a Supreme Court matter from home. I know my colleague Nina was working weekends and um, got quite, quite um, involved in, in dealing with this matter. And we had to use lots of additional resources that we perhaps wouldn't have. Mm. Um, thank you for Amazon for the Lever Arch files last minute. <laughs> um, but it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was a very interesting case. Um, and it's been described as a landmark case for the leading landmark case for this year um, by practical law. Um, there is a press release on um, the LinkedIn website if anyone wants to have a look for Blazer Mills. Um, it's quite a technical case. Um, it was to do with um, a company in liquidation being denied the opportunity to refer a matter to adjudication um, based on its insolvency. But the court have overturned that and said, no, adjudication is such a good, positive way of resolving disputes and set-offs. Um, that no company, despite its um, solvent condition, 
should be denied an opportunity to refer a matter to adjudication. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's really good news for creditors um, that you know, there isn't a, um, a bar to a company getting a result um, or a decision just because of its insolvency. But uh, certainly I'd have a look at our website if you want more details or the Supreme Court um, press release and judgment is available. Brilliant. What, what we'll do is we'll try and um, um, uh, maybe include um, a link direct to that um, to make it easier for, for people to um, obviously go and view that if they want to. Brilliant. Um, in terms of the uh, your sort of customers, um, have you, uh, I mean, have they been asking for, for help? Um, uh, and are you able to sort of um, uh, help them or is there anything that you're doing at the moment Jackie for those any particular cases? Yes I mean we're having an awful lot of inquiries about um, companies issuing notices of intention to appoint administrators so possibly at the moment our insolvency work is a little bit higher than it would normally be um, we're mindful of the, the situation that companies finding themselves in um, there's a bill going through Parliament at the moment, the um, Corporate Governance and Insolvency Bill, that will have an effect on um, winding up petitions. There'll be, if you want to wind somebody up, then there's additional sort of hurdles to get through if um, the likelihood is their financial situation became worse during the COVID period. Mm. Um, certainly other clients are saying, you know, it's, it's business as usual, there's more payment plans in place. Um, but you know, if people don't pay their suppliers, then that will have an effect on the economy. It will just go up the chain. Mm. So I think wherever we can, if we can arrange payment plans, um, just really to get cash flowing um, through the the economy, then then that's a good thing. Mm. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Totally agree. Um, and then I sort of move on to sort of one of my last questions, um, which was, um, have you got any key tips um, that you could provide to um, other business owners? Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's a good time now to review your um, your credit limits um, because they are changing on a, a regular basis. Certainly to use your monitoring service, we do. Um, so that you're aware quickly of changes in customers' statuses. Um, to look at all your other options that you do have, you know, there's pro forma invoices, cash on accounts, you know, maybe taking, um, entering into payment plans for your ledger to try and get cash in while still being able to sort of maintain supplies. Review your retention of title, the amount of inquiries we've had for retention of title um clauses and then we found that custom our, our clients have signed up to different terms you know you can think that you're trading on your own terms with a valid retention of title clause and then you find because a lot of people now have um online platforms in sign here tick this box and you find yourself trading on different terms and your own terms don't work so it's worth doing an audit just to check particularly your key customer accounts whose terms you're trading on and take steps accordingly. Brilliant. I think that's um, some really, really good tips there for everybody. Um, yeah, so that sort of concludes it really, uh, Jackie. So thank you for, for joining me and sharing your experiences and, and insights. 
Um, and for those um, of you that would like to know more about um, either CoCredo or indeed Blazer Mills, um, we'll have some details below um, for you to go to and, and um, have a look. Um, so take care um, all and continue to stay safe.